keeping the ball close to the body can be a tricky thing for some people to comprehend. So when I'm teaching somebody, oftentimes they're in front of me because they have some big time problems with their jump shot. Either they're just beginning to learn or they've done it for a while and they're not seeing any type of results with the way that they're shooting currently. A lot of times that stems from big time direction change. What I mean by that is, is the ball taking this big loop out, changing directions at the top, coming to a stop and then going forward. I know this kind of shot because I shot this shot in college. So in college one year, I shot around 48% from three and I still felt like I couldn't maximize what I was actually able to do with the time I was spending in the gym, right? And coaches would say, well, Mike, you need to shoot your shot quicker. And the way that I actually moved that basketball, um, it did not allow me to shoot the ball quicker because the quicker I moved the ball, that just was creating more force backwards and then having to redirect forwards. It just, it became something that I had no control of. So this idea of actually keeping the ball close to the body, um, it's a principle. It's not something that we virtually, you know, expect every single player to do and not allow this ball to have any space between their, their bodies and the, the basketball. Um, but in the early stages of it, it's good to over-exaggerate it because what it starts to do is it starts to give the player an idea of what a path could look like uh, as it relates to how easy energy can start to be created. Because the less that the ball changes directions, the easier it's going to be to move it along the lines that we want that ball to move it on. So what I mean by that is if you watch a player from straight on, you can see their shot line, meaning you know how, how direct of a path is the ball taking from where the hands are, what we call the one position, to eventually where the hand comes under the ball at the two position. And the more direct that path, right, the straighter the ball is going to go, especially if we can continue the momentum all the way through uh, along that path. And that comes through loading the hands and then keeping a relatively connected shot path. So if you think about it, if you're looking at, a, looking at a player from side view and you look at the angle that's established while their hands are in that one position from the shoulder to the elbow to the wrist, if we can establish that position, right, and then whether that ball is, is really nicely connected to the body or whether it's out just a little bit, the goal then becomes, well, let's just keep and maintain that angle and just rotate the shoulder so that the movement of the, back, of the basketball is really minimized backwards. And if we can minimize that, and get to that point and just, you know, the path of least resistance and then start to then group in everything else as it relates to sequence and how we create energy, et cetera. Well, now we're really in business of creating something that's much more repeatable, right? So, but that all starts with something like a roll-up drill. And the roll-up drill is not something to be used for everybody, right? There's players that I've worked with that would never use that drill because it's, it's not something that they need to feel, but for some, it may be. Some may just have such a big swing in their shot. It's, that it's something that we do. But as I'll tell them, it's, 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 this is not how your shot's going to look. We're going to have to mold this to who you are, right? I don't expect this ball to be a complete piece of you all the way up. Um, but if you can start to grasp these principles, well, now we can take them and then we can mold them to you and who you uniquely are.